176. And this is coming from Hot Big Krishna. And that's H-O-T-B-I-C-K-K-R-I-S-H-N-A. And share, subscribe, and share again. Do you mind doing an Indian accent? Sure, of course. Great. Ready when you are. Listen, Karen, the manager isn't here. Could you add more accent? Listen, Karen, that was just louder. Uh, are you even putting on an accent? Oh, <laughs> I don't need to put it on. I am Indian. How would your dad say it? Listen, Karen, the manager isn't here. Sorry, I'm still not hearing the accent. No, that's how he talks. He has a lower voice. How would somebody from India say it? Was that Indian? Oh, that was Tamil. It's one of the many languages spoken in India. Indian accent? Oh! You want me to do the stereotypical accent that everybody thinks we sound like because that's what Hollywood has normalized. Yes, I'm gonna have to pass. It pays 10,000. Listen, Karen, the manager isn't here. <laughs> Interestingly, unfortunately enough, a number of people can be bought by the money. So that was real talk in his humorous post. But I will say yes. Yes, he's cute. He is attractive. And he kind of made me think, and this is my initial reaction, he made me think of an ex-boyfriend of mine who was part Indian and part ADOS, American descendant of slaves. And he, in the face, in the face, not the hair because his hair was like this, but in the face, facial features, they had similar facial features. Anyway, as far as my connection to it, there was this gay podcast that I used to love. I wish they kept it going, but they stopped it. But um, one of the guys was an actor and he talked about going on auditions and how at one of his auditions, the casting director was like, can you be more gay? I want you to be more gay, be a little more gay. And by the end of the uh, thing, he said he was like putting on j just about an entire drag performance as a man, you know? And also women get that as well because like, a Taylor Swift thing, and I love me some Taylor Swift. She was talking about how people will have expectations for women to be girly, be girly, be girly, be fun, girlfriend, yes. And it's like, well, what if what if I'm being a corporate executive? Be a funny, fun, girly corporate executive, you know? And I will also say the black scent is a very real, real, real thing. Way too often, way too often. The black scent is a real thing. And I remember as it relates to uh, Crash, I did not like the movie Crash. I was told that I was too young for it, but I did not like, Crash came out when I was in college. 
And I did not like this particular section where the white executive producer was talking to Terrence Howard, who was directing this film. And he was like, you know, Antoine, Antoine sounds a little too white right now. Make him sound black, make him sound blacker. And Terrence Howard was like, okay, yes. And went back and talked to uh, Antoine. And you see a scene where he's talking to Antoine. Antoine is like, okay. And then Terrence Howard goes home and beats his wife. And it's like, I understand being at the bottom in a racist society sucks and it's difficult, but I wish, wait, nevertheless, I wish they would have found a better way to advance the plot outside of that, outside of making him out to be this. He gets the tough news. Anyway, basic complexity, do you want one minute? Um, yeah, I'll say, and definitely, it's one of probably my earliest memories or that I really remember. I can definitely remember being like five, going on six, starting the first grade, and I just moved from Southern Virginia to Maryland. And the kids in class were saying I sounded like I was trying to be white, which I didn't understand. And I remember um, definitely I went home to my mom and I was kind of upset about it. And she was like, what they meant because you can't pronunciate and enunciate her words. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, TV makes that stuff real to people because people think that that's how they're supposed to be. Right. That, that's a whole nother topic for <laughs> another day. Now I'm trying to pick this up. I will take a one minute and say, there's no excuse for it. I get it. And it, it's awful. And I wish that I, I understand from the producer standpoint, they're like, audiences need things to be simple. So we'll fill the holes of this poor writing with the audience's, the lazy audience's ability to fill in the holes with stereotypes. And that's, that's a problem. And that leads to people saying things like, you talk like you're white. And it's like, what does that even mean? That's nonsense. But because of that, it's a, a lazy way. And I wish we were not so lazy yeah. in terms of writing and producing works. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. In the movie Crash, I did not enjoy the movie Crash. 
Sorry, I said it. I said I know some people love it. I did not. Anyway, no, um, just um, that movie actually do have it somewhere. Do I watch it? No, because actually I did buy it, but I didn't like it. So, yeah, it's somewhere out there in my last uh, movies. It was a successful movie. It was. Mm -hmm. I just didn't like it. Anyway, share, subscribe, and share again. Thank you. Thank you. I, I realized like this finger is like, do it, do it. But no, thank you. Share, subscribe, and share again. Hashtag Verse TV. And our closing topic is coming from at love, Darren Fleet. This man doing this shit on purpose, dog. <laughs> gotta be genuine is playing in y'all face and y'all letting i ain't gonna lie i do the same thing if i know you gonna whip your phone out and record me i'm gonna give you a shot and that ain't the part that behooved me what behooved me was he let y'all know that he don't skip arm day he held that damn pot. i can't even do that i said he must be bench pressing or something go on strong you want this look like one of them you got served moves elgin barrett genuine smith the third you better strike that pose. That nigga shook that pose like a, a feather 21 mannequin. This look like the ones they have out during the winter. You know how the mannequins be sitting in the snow shit? Your son walk right up to the little kid and try to pick the head up. You like, put it down, Jake. <laughs> Do what you want, same OG. Same OG said he don't come and give y'all the same old performance if y'all go spend the same old dollar. And I don't same on mine. You do your same thing. All right, and basic complexity, you're up first. Uh, well, first off, I just gotta say, he is cute. Yes. Um, furthermore, um, with genuine in general, yeah, he still looks good. And yes, he's older. Not old, but older. And yeah, he could still do that stuff somewhat. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, mainly, um, because he could still do that stuff and yeah, not hey, do you? <laughs> Okay, and I will say, or did you have more to say? No, not that I could think of. Okay. Yes. My initial reaction to it was, as always, Darren Fleet is an attractive man. And I, I will say at least it wasn't something negative because before a lot of people would put out a lot of negative stuff 
about him, like, oh, look at this old man. Like even one of my classmates did a post talking about um, how he looked back then versus now. And it's like, oh, he, he's aged so poorly. And I'm like, but I, I, I like me some uh, silver daddies, I do. And um, also as far as artists, they are often do the exact same show many days in a row for years, do the exact same thing. And for Genuine, it just so happened that that one show that he did that, what whatever that move was, and it, it's, I'm sure he's done it many times, but somebody caught it this time. And next thing you know, it's this big, oh, Jenny Wine is so old thing. But it's like, he's doing the same stuff all the time. And like he showed in that Darren Fleet video, he's still in tip top shape. Anyway. Um, oh, I also want, speaking of Silver Daddies, I wanted to speak of Joe Thomas, who actually, the singer Joe, who has a song, I, I want to know what turns you on. I, I saw a, a video of him doing a performance with a little short afro, and it was all silver. I'm like, ooh, yes, daddy. Anyway, not, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't call people daddy, but, um, Yes, silver fox. Yes, you better be. Um, to speak about our um, DC, Maryland resident, perhaps former resident at this point, Genuine, I wanted to also name my favorite songs by Genuine. My first favorite song by Genuine is Differences. And particularly when he sings the line, my whole life has changed. And it's my understanding he wrote that in reference to his parents passing away, or at least did that with that in mind. And with my mom who passed away, I also really felt that that's from his, anyway. Um, do you want a one minute? Um, well, not just wanted to say, yeah, um, just like you, uh, genuine definitely had some songs I loved, and Devitus was one of them. Oh, right. Oh, it, 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 that was it? Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. And I will finish. Yeah, I particularly love Differences. Like, that. that's a beautiful song. And it's my understanding his ex-wife now. So they entered his life around the time that his parents passed away. And it's like, it's so beautiful that they connected. Another song, and that song was from his the Life album released in 2001. And 
another song that I love is a song called Stingy from the senior album in 2003. I'm stingy. Why try to blame it? Anyway, I, I, I love Stingy. And that was also on the Barbershop soundtrack. And another song that I love by him is called Last Chance. And that's from his A Man's Thoughts album released in 2009. And uh, this is my last chance. You can call me Jordan fourth quarter in 92. Yes, I, I, I love that song too. Genuine has had some hits that I have loved. Anyway, Face of Complexity, did you have anything else to say about the songs or about Silver Daddies or anything? <laughs> Um, just that, well, some of the guys, um, when we were younger, but they were slightly older, they are silver ladies now, look at this, ew, um, yeah, genuine being one. Joe being another one, and I haven't seen him recently, but I'm sure Oral from next probably got some great somewhere. And yeah, you know, it, oh, uh huh. Nah, I was just gonna say he's always, always look good to me. You know, there's something distinguishing about a guy when he gets some grays. It's like, ooh, all right, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, anyway, I mean, for crying out loud, I'm on the edge of 39. I'm on, No, I'm not on the edge of 39. I'm on the edge of my 30s. And I, I'm looking right at 40. And I, although I've, now I, I know this is like that closing discussion. I don't really need to go into that dude again, but you know, mm -hmm. when I was 19 years old, I dated a dude who was 43. And uh, one of my, as I was talking about it on um, an Instagram video, just casually talking about it, a friend of mine who's been my friend since back then, he was like 43, 19. That dude is kind of pedophilish. And I'm like, I, I, I wouldn't call him a pedophile because technically I was legal. But I will say in terms of if you are going to be that much older person with that much younger person who's legal, it is your responsibility to do right by them. You must make it, you must go that extra distance to do right by them. Extra, extra. Now, when, when I turned 30 years old, I was like, what in the, like, even I, don't want a 19 year old at 30. What in the world did a 43 year old see in me? But 
again, I, I was legal. So it, it's whatever. And he treated me really well. He did. So anyway, um, as for silver daddies, you know, I'm on the edge of 30. I'm on the edge of my 30. Um, and you know where I get that from? That's from a Stevie Nicks song, Edge of 17. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, that the uh, Beyonce riff came from, Des whoops, Destiny's Child riff came from. Yeah. Just like a wild wind up, then the song sounds like she's singing. Ooh, baby, ooh, yeah, ooh. Anyway, I guess you don't listen to Fleetwood Mac. The sample used in the Destiny's Child song would be delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Remember those days? I remember the, and see, we're just reminiscing now, huh? <laughs> but I remember. Des that Destiny's Child album that I actually enjoyed. My my gayness required me to enjoy it, and I did. And <laughs> I... They had just come out with the remix to Bootylicious when I started college. And I, I, I remember I, I enjoyed that. And I think they had a few remixes. And um, you know what? Okay. Ha. <laughs> Who remembers this? Remember when Destiny's Child tried to do the Jeanne thing? And as an older millennial, you know what I mean when I say the Jeanne thing. Do you remember? Hold on, I need some clues. The Jeanne thing, i.e. two. Disney right. child, huh? No, I was going to say I'm confused. Disney's child around that, well, at least that, that's when I uh, found that track. I hope I still have it somewhere. But Destiny's Child tried to make it as a duet, Beyonce and Kelly. <laughs> and there's actually a Timbaland remix to Say My Name with just Beyonce and Kelly. It, it was good. It was good. And you know what? If you have something to say on it, I will take a look and see if I still have it in my music collection. That's what I thought, though, because that was definitely around the time of that split, more so. When at one point there were only, even though it wasn't widely known, there were only two members of Destiny's Child. Just because I can and live stream doesn't really block it. And I, I, I don't think it's going to be uh, flagged because it, it wasn't a major official release. 
Come on. I'll just play a little bit. Beyonce and Kelly. Sometimes I'll play the. I, I remember one time I went live with something and I played the whole of a song, and uh, the social media outlets were like, "Oh, are you just streaming music?" and just deleted the whole video. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, baby, no, you ain't gonna do that today, no." <laughs> anyway, but yes, that was say my name. Destiny Child duo before mm-hmm. Michelle. Um, well, hi. Yeah, I, I know you, you're about to correct me. Before <laughs> Michelle and Farah. Yes, before Michelle and Farah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matthew Knowles. So admirable. So admirable. Matthew Knowles, like, not only is he beautiful, he is, I'm sorry, he is, <laughs> but he, you know, I, I, I just imagine like Beyonce watching this and being like, you're talking about my dad, fucker. Shut the fuck up, bitch. And <laughs> like, Beyonce doesn't even cuss like that. But I, I, I could just see her being like, how dare you talk about my dad being beautiful. But you know that that's not a put down you know i'm a gay man he's not gay and i accept that you know but i can see the beauty in somebody you know can't i yeah Yeah. and matthew knowles is beautiful and he when davi and latoya had their trouble and i get it because Matthew Knowles has the perspective of the show must go on. And that's why when they were having whatever trouble they were having, Matthew Knowles was like, the show must go on. Beyonce and Kelly, let's do this. I got Timbaland, we got it. And then eventually they decided to make it a quartet again. But anyway, the show must go on. Freddie Mercury from Queen taught us that. The show must go on. That's what he said. Anyway, um, are we ready to close the show? Um, I guess, and just uh, for an example, being today, 
the show must go, even though we definitely had issues. The show still was going on. That's wild how it let me record everything. And then it was like, oh, by the way, you have no audio. The F. But um, that actually worked out for the best because I was able to do that with my, I was able to do the show with my good friend, Kevin, just like uh, Beyonce and Kelly, you know, Hmm. uh, you better say my, just like that song, you know, with (laughs) two of them. We, we, we made that happen. High five, friend. <clears throat> yes. All right. Okay. So, so we're closing. This has been week 175. I'm Aaron Mack. I thought it was 176. You're right. Yeah. It's week uh, 176. I'm Aaron Mack. And you can find me. You can email me directly. Aaron Mack at versetv.com. And that's A A R O N M C K at B E R S T E A V.com. And you can find us at all things hashtag versetv. We're an LGBT plus and ally social media millennial collective. So we're all over social media. Just message us. Basic complexity. Yeah. Um... Um, well, name is actually Kevin, but I go by basic complexity. Um, I could, well, more so be found specifically on Versity Basic Complexity at versetv.com. And I believe I just changed my Instagram name to I have I forget Kevin <laughs> underscore base Kevin underscore verse TV. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a work in progress. How's that? Yes. That's perfect. Pow. There it is. (laughs) All right. In the meantime, though, you can be found basic complexity at versetv.com. Yeah. I can be found at Aaron Mack at versetv.com. And we will talk to you later, social media family. Peace. Versetv.com. Stay blessed. Have a good night. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. 176.